Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh, Follow Cap J Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with Courtney Cronin in for Cap. I'm Jay Hood. We'll open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our telephone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN with Down Chicago. Thanks so much for watching our show and all the shows here at ESPN Chicago here on this Valentine's Day. Good morning to you, Courtney. How are you? I am good. How are you doing? Oh, well, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm about five out of a ten scale. And how can we bump that up? Well, you know, how we could bump that up is if you actually came through yesterday. I'm sorry. Well, that I didn't make it to showdown. Well, well, here's the thing. I mean, you had one job, Cronin. <laughs> you had actually one job. One job. What did we ask you to do yesterday? You're going to be on this bl- big platform around the horn, seen nationwide at bar- lonely bars everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there you are right there. We ask you to say, give us one key phrase just to give a wink, a nod, a shout out. To the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show. And we got a lot of this. I mean, Mahomes is better on one leg than most quarterbacks are on two, as, ver- as evidenced by what happened in the second half. Whatever magic he worked in the locker room, and credit to the training staff to get that ankle that he re-injured in the end of the second quarter, somehow able to play, that was remarkable. But going into this game, the story was, oh, how good this yeah. Eagles pass rush is. Mahomes, the offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Andy uh, Reid, Eric Bieniemy, uh, they facts. mitigated that and did it in a big uh, way. The third lowest pass rush win rate for the Philadelphia like Eagles that? in this game. No. And you got to give Andy Reid a lot of credit here. <laughs> the pre-snap motion. This team uses it the fourth highest of any team in the NFL. They use that to their advantage coming out of halftime to be able to win this game. I mean, it's yeah, I mean, it's cool that you got six points, okay? Well, I'm going to tell you the strategy on this. Okay. Tony, I know how he operates Uh and I'm going to mention Tordal and I know immediately I'm going to get muted because he had set the whole thing up about Mahomes and this miraculous comeback and that you know, he said he didn't get a shot in the locker room however he phrased it and if I go and slip that word in, I'm going to be so far off the board, I'm going to have no chance to make a run in the bees. So I was trying to set myself up for failure. I ended up failing to begin with because we got docked points, myself and Tim Cowlishaw, for picking the Eagles. So apparently if you don't make the right pick, uh. then you're basically SOL at that point. You're playing from behind. But, you know, I thought of you in spirit. I thought about it. I was like, how am I going to fit this thing in considering what he just said, which is why I couched it with whatever happened mm-hmm. at halftime. Credit to the trainers. Credit to... God and modern medicine, whatever, whatever it was, but I, I, I did fail you. So I mean, Shay, I mean, Shay, not even like a tug at the ear, a little Carol Burnett for us, not even like a, <laughs> a little wink, nothing. 
I kept waiting. For, I, and Me when too. She, when you started the answer, I'm like, oh, Tordal's coming comes. right here. here We're going to have a great drop out of this. Yes. Maybe we'll be able to make a little Courtney Cronin Tordal yes. advertisement. And then just a little magic on the ankle. I was disappointed. Oh, a little magic on the ankle. Oh. Sitting there watching, waiting. Captive audience, Captain J Hood audience, waiting. For Toradol, the key word, if you missed it yesterday, we asked Courtney Cronin, give us a little wink and a nod. Just say the word Toradol. That way you're thinking about us. I'm always thinking about you guys. How can I not? I'm on this station like seven days a week during bear season. How can I not think about you guys? And I'm here with you till tomorrow. I'm always thinking about you. So... You're on there tomorrow? You're on here tonight, uh, Round the Horn? Can we watch you again? Round the Horn tomorrow. So, okay, I'll make you a deal. Okay. Tomorrow... I have the show as well, and I'm here with you in the morning. Yes. So we can find one phrase tomorrow yes. or today, whatever. Yes. You can weigh in, yes. like, and then I will do my absolute best. I'll do, I'll do better than I did yesterday. I see. And even if it costs me points, because I'm very competitive when I'm on there. I know it's a fake game show, but I want to win. It is. Yes, it's a fake it game is? show. It's a fake game show. I'm telling you, it's going to be on the bottom. <laughs> Don't let Tony hear you say that. Wait just a second. It's a game show where the points are subjective because my mom will text me after every one. She'll be like, I can't believe you didn't win. I'm like, Mom, let's calm down. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fake game show. It's not the price is right. Uh-huh. Like, there's, the points are subjective. But uh-huh. Or whose line is it anyway? Uh, the, is that a fake game show? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think I watched it. So I'm, okay, I'll, 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 I'll watch whose line is it anyway <laughs> when I leave here today. And then over the next 48 hours of us doing radio together, yes. I will find, you You will find, you yes. and Shay will find one phrase, and I will do my best to put it in. Mm. Well, I cannot wait, Shay, for her to say snickerdoodle on the air. I don't know how she's going to fit that you in. You have right? to make it get, realistic. Get, get that, you know, no, that's, that's a realistic word. That's On that fake game show, that's a real word. <laughs> I can't wait for you to get that past reality. Just say snickerdoodle. That would uh, be great. Somebody in our Twitch chat is saying that sh- the phrase should be, this is a fake game show, Tony, really? <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's a fake game show anyway. It's a game show yeah. with points that are subjective. Because he, and I'm going to have some beef with Tony on this, because we were talking about the field conditions, and yes. I made a joke about how my golf game looked like what the field did at halftime with divots everywhere. And he yes. said, I didn't see divots. I saw people slipping. And then in the video that we were showing on TV, like uh, in post-production, huh, lots of divots all over the field. See, he's wrong. He's wrong. But I can't bring that back up on Wednesday show because then you get docked points again because they got to keep it moving. We have 22 and a half minutes to make this thing work. Not so fake game show. It seems really, it's it's reality's reality. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's because it's he's got the controls and he's giving you points and docking you points. Yep. So I, I have to come prepared and I have to come correct. So snickerdoodle might not actually be the best way for me to make it to showdown tomorrow. So let's come up with something. Let's come up with like a phrase that only our listeners yes. would mean something here. But has to actually be pertaining to a sports conversation because... Now that the Super Bowl's over, it's yes. going to be pretty NBA heavy the rest of the week. So if we want to, can I snickerdoodle for the for the Bulls' lack of three point shooting last night? Does that does that parlay in anything? Maybe, okay. maybe we'll come up with. I just came up with that off the top of my head because you know that's just what I do on you know, dilly bars, something like that. You know, you don't have to say something. I say that if you're going to be eliminated early, just scream it out before they take you off the screen. Okay, that's a good strategy. I <laughs> yes. didn't think of that. See, how about that? How about that, Shay? And then when I get never get asked to be back on the show, I'll just remember that moment. <laughs> well, at least it goes viral. 
You're already part. You're already. Oh no, part. I can I can do that all on my own with my takes. Yeah, but no, but you're already part of something that is iconic. You're sitting there mm-hmm. like a deer in headlights, watching Brian Windhorst. Yeah, and you're sitting there saying, "What is Windhorst talking about? What are they? Th- what are they thinking in Utah?" He's got his both hand, both <laughs> fingers up, and he's looking up to the sky, and we're saying, "What's going on, Windhorst? Is he okay?" You know, and he's making, and you're sitting there. Two minutes and 40 seconds, just running circles around us on the first take desk. Yes. And the funny thing was the backstory to that, because that was when, that was the day of the trade deadline, and Gobert ends up getting traded a couple, that's what he was referring to. Mm -hmm. I had remembered the Brooklyn Nets made a trade for Royce O'Neal hours before, you know, we started that morning, but I couldn't remember what his name was. So my computer's in front of me. I'm like, I can't get caught trying to like Google this really quickly. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and then I look like an idiot at the end because when he's like, now why would they do that? And I'm like, I made the comment just like throwing it out there. I don't know. Are they trying to like clear space to get Kevin Durant? And he's right. like, he looks like he doesn't even turn his head to me. No. No. That was it. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, you know, it's fine. I mean, I looked like a moron in that moment. We all did because we're all sitting there on pins and needles waiting for Windhorse to drop this big news. Yeah. And he knew what it was, but it took five hours because I was hosting radio in the studio that's not far down from where we film first take. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's son of a gun. He knew. Like, he knew. Yes. And he just, like, loved running laps around us. Yes. I mean, but it's iconic. I mean... This thing now, like, is a meme, and I was part of a meme. Yes, it's not in it. You'll always be part of that forever. You know this, like, yeah. But see, but you, you always. I've heard you a couple of times talk about this. You take that wrong because all of us were wondering what was what the hell he was talking about. Nobody knew. No, not even Woj. So, but I understand why Winhorse did it because Stephen A isn't here. I'm going to break some news here without breaking some news here. It's it's actually genius. It was dramatic. Yeah. I mean, what, a, what <laughs> Academy Award for the best dramatic performance of yeah. 2022? That you know that alone. I just, I just remember thinking in the moment, I'm like, all right, where is he going with this? Mm-hmm. How can I like? Because I'm like, I'm just going to shut up here. I'm not adding anything to this conversation after my Kevin Durant point because I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Are they trying to get Kevin Durant or not? Right. And he wasn't going to tell you anyway. They're trying to get all of the Timberwolves picks and the guy that they just drafted, who I don't know who it is, sure. <laughs> I, I just think that, that was, was fun. way down the list. I would have never even guessed that one. I mean, hey, but it was fun because he had something internally that he wasn't telling anyone. He just threw it out there, not to get an answer. Mm-hmm. He was just throwing it out there. Now, what are you supposed to do in that spot? Just listen, right? Mm-hmm. Just Or like, what do you mean, sir? Right? Yeah. Because it was me and Freddie doing the show, and we do radio together so often. So I keep hearing Freddie, right, right. Like, just like <laughs> listening, leaning into this. And right. I'm sitting there next to Wendy on his right, and it's myself, Christine Williamson, and Freddie Coleman. And, like, Christine's listening in. She's leaning in. I'm sitting there like, where are, the, where are we going with this? Like, I don't, I don't know. And that made me uncomfortable in that moment because I'm like, is, is something going to happen here on the show where we're going to have to react in real time? And I'm not prepared for this. Right. But I ended up reacting to it five hours later, as did the rest of the world when the Gobert trade happened. Well, I think that your television chronicles, it is going to be epic when you actually drop the, the word we're looking for. The phrase that pays, as we say in the radio business. Okay. We cannot wait for that. We got to hope that Tony's not listening right now, so he's not preparing for the phrase that we're expecting me to drop tomorrow. A lot of pressure. How about that, Shay? I'm trying to think of what the best phrase to represent this show is. And oh, my I God. Just, 
Can't say it actually on this. Show. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it has. It, all right, for anybody listening that wants to like let rules. us, yeah. So it can't be, it can't be that foul, but it can be something that it'll be an ode to Chicago. I mean, I always try yeah. to represent for the city when yes. I'm on. You see the yes, you the the letters behind me and mm-hmm. everything when I'm on. And if there can be one thing, just you can tweet it to me at Courtney or Cronin. But like, don't tag the show in it because we don't want to like let, lead them on to knowing that I'm trying to fit a word in. Okay. Our our Twitchers, a lot of them are su- uh, suggesting take that. Yes. There's a take that from Chicago suggested. <laughs> from Chicago. I think it would be great <laughs> if Courtney joined around the horn and said to Tony in Cap's voice, "What's up, Sparkles?" <laughs> that would be fantastic. Oh man, I'll, um, immediately mute it. Yeah, oh, I'd probably be kicked off. You'd never be asked Yes, for sure. Immediately muted. That's what I want to do to Cap every day. I will immediately mute him uh, when he says, what's up, Sparkles? Hey, it's going to be the biggest party of the year. Guests from ESPN 1000's 25-year anniversary, uh, 25-year history will be in attendance. You don't want to miss this one. Tickets will sell out fast. Uh, Mark the date, okay? Friday, March 24th, doors open at 11 o'clock. Live show goes on from 12 to 6. It's going to be at the House of Blues. Again, you can get your tickets at LiveNation.com. Search ESPN Chicago 21 or over for the event, and a valid ID is required. Go to hashtag ESPN Shy 25. Again, hashtag ESPN Shy 25. Mac, Yurko, and Harry will have their reunion. And again, it'll be the 25th anniversary of ESPN 1000. And it'll take place March 24th. Doors open at 11 o'clock at the House of Blues. Coming up next, Justin Fields needs to start looking like Jalen Hurts in year three. Do you believe that he can? We'll talk about it coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. It's the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. On the ride into work, we're glad that you're with us here on this Tuesday morning. Still to come, we'll have Albert Breer coming up at 835. His thoughts about the Bears in the NFL. And, uh, you know, again, Courtney Cronin was on the Round the Hornets where she's featured. And um, we didn't get the phrase that pays, but she has another shot on Wednesday to be able to right the wrong uh, that she put out there in front of the God and everybody else on uh, Monday. Uh, so and I thought, well, if I watch the original, maybe she put it in maybe the seven o'clock version of ESPN News, <laughs> maybe the ten o'clock version on ESPN. You no, nope, no, nope, still same, you same say, version. See, so I spent my t- Monday watching the Bulls. I suffered through that, and wow. you flipped around trying to find different variations of around the horn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was hoping that maybe, I, maybe I missed it. <laughs> I did not miss it. So I uh, will. If you have a phrase that pays, Twitch Twitch TV forward slash ESPN one thousand Chicago. Something in which Courtney can wink at the audience and say, Wednesday, I'm thinking of you. So we reviewed the Super Bowl yesterday with the Chiefs winning 38-35. to And I've been saying even before the Super Bowl, Courtney, that the team and the organization that I admire the most are the Eagles. Based on how Howie Roseman was able to set up his shop, looking at Jalen Hurts as I think the quarterback that they've been looking for for quite some time, just the way they run the football, strong defensively. It's interesting because we still got nuggets and stuff that we didn't get to from yesterday. You know, the point is, like, the Eagles are on, like, supposed to be 85 Bears good defensively, and they never even got to uh, Patrick Mahomes. They rushed him a little bit, but he, he never were able to get the, the quarterback down. His, his uniform was never dirty. 
But I still like the Eagles' chances because I think the door is still ajar for the Eagles to get through there and win a Super Bowl at some point. But I guess when it comes to watching Philadelphia, I always thought from the Bears' standpoint, even though you're starting from scratch, it's one of these odd things where you have the quarterback in place, but then everything else is empty. Look at that depth mm-hmm. chart. Boy, you need help at wide receiver, offensive line, defensive line, secondary. There's a lot of things that are needed for this Bears team. But Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts, I think that if you've got to be able to start someplace, if Justin Fields is on the same level as Jalen Hurts and he has the same type of you know, complimentary receivers and running the football and an offensive line, why can't Justin Fields be Jalen Hurts? I think he can, and I know that when we talked to him after the season ended, before you know the, everything was over, mm-hmm. when all the players left, he, we brought up that rushing record. Remember, he finished 64 yards shy of setting the single-season quarterback rushing record, and are you bummed about it? Was it something you wanted? He said, yeah, like records are cool, but I'm a quarterback, and that's a rushing record, so we know that he can do that. It's Can you take the jump year two to year three as a passer the way that we saw Jalen Hurts do it from 2021 to 22? Because every year from here on out as a quarterback in these developmental stages to know, am I going to pay this guy, you know, the four year multi hundreds of million dollar extension? Because that's what Jalen Hurts is going to the table probably in the coming days, coming weeks with his agent to figure out how much they value me. And I I think the answer there and hearing it from Jeffrey Lurie, the Eagles owner last week, is pretty clear that he's their guy. But he didn't become their guy until he could get the vertical passing game going. And that's the most underrated part of Jalen Hurts' skill set where we talk about how dynamic he is and, you know, him and Fields going neck and neck this year. Like, he rips off 100-something yards in that first quarter against the Green Bay Packers, the Eagles, uh, that Sunday night game. And then Justin Fields does it, you know, Miami and the Detroit game. You know, he sets these new records. Like, so we know that that's, that's there. But... If Ryan Poles is really going to reaffirm his commitment to Justin Fields and not go after a quarterback in the draft and trade the number one pick, it's got to be because you have that belief he can take the next step as a passer because he's far from a polished product. A lot of circumstances that come into play as to why that hasn't been the case here where he's only had two games of 200-plus passing yards in a season. But that's where it's got to be in order to know that you have the right quarterback in place going forward. I'm going to say that Justin is going to be that guy. And I think that the, the litmus test was almost Ryan Pohl saying, listen, I want to find out if you really are the guy. We're going to give you the scraps when it comes to wide receivers. We're going to be able to get a, like an off-the-bottom-shelf Alex Leatherwood. We're going to just throw a lot of things at you and just see whether or not you can lead. And for Justin Fields' credit, he never wavered, Courtney. I mean, there might have been a comment here or there to the side, especially early, uh, I think, in preseason, saying we don't have, you know, number one wide receiver depth, something along those lines. He said, I believe, in July or August uh, before the season. But the point is, though, is that he led and he took a beating mm-hmm. and he got hurt with, again, lack of weapons, lack of offensive line. And so I think from Paul's standpoint, he looks at it and he says, boy, this guy might be the genuine article. He's he's got the the makeup of a quarterback he leads he does a really good job there now we're going to give him the weapons that he needs and i think that he is going to be the guy for the next decade for the bears now again whether or not they're going to win or not that's a whole different story yeah and to your point of 
let me put you in the worst possible situation and see if you're still standing at yeah. the end of the day. And he is. We're going to tank, and we're not going to tell you, but we're mm-hmm. going to tank. You got Mar- Smith Marset. We got you know, St. <laughs> Brown. We're going to give you the dregs of the league yeah. and see what you can do with it. And I think it's remarkable what he was able to do with that. Like, And I know that the numbers are not there. They were the worst passing offense in the NFL for a reason. But when he's still able to function to a degree, not in a great way, but to a degree within the confines of, an, of a scheme that's, I don't want to use the word set up to fail, but that's what it felt like. He was not set up for success this year because they weren't set up for success as a team. They weren't supposed to win games. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be in position to get the number one overall pick, and just so happens they do. Now you have the chance to really build. Now you have the chance to go do what the Philadelphia Eagles did last year when they acquired A.J. Brown from the Titans for the 18th and 101st overall pick. Like that's the, Those are the moves now that have to happen to prove, okay, we actually believe in Fields as a passer. Because if you don't make these aggressive moves, and I know that free agency is coming up, the draft's coming up, I have been of the firm belief that this team needs to trade for a wide receiver because the free agent market's not very good. Mm-hmm. We knew that at the deadline yeah. last November when they traded for Chase Claypool because they projected this thing out and said, hmm, I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster's a free agent after this season. Who knows what, you know, if, if he'll stay with Kansas City or if he'll go and break the bank because he, you know, had a couple good plays and, and drew a great penalty in the Super Bowl. You know, Alan Lazard, there's not a lot of really sexy names out there that could be the game-changing guy that an A.J. Brown is. So the way that Philly, the way that Howie Roseman built this roster in being able to say, Devontae Smith, you'd be a number one on any, any other team, but we're going to go get that big body X, the guy who can win his matchups on the outside. They lined him up on the outside, you know, over 75% of his snaps last year. Get me one of those guys, yeah. and then you can judge Justin Fields as a passer. I just look at it like this, and I've, I've said this for a long time since Justin was a quarterback with this team. I want everything, the whole thing for me is a protection of Justin Fields. The rest of this is eyewash because it starts with Justin Fields first, his protection, his weapons. And so there's a disconnect between uh, Cap and I and Shea as far as what the development is of Fields and the team. Uh, you know, I think Shea has said several times on the broadcast he believes that there could be a jump for the Bears where the Bears could be the Bengals for one season where they can go from three wins to be able to be a, a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Or, and again, this is based on the NFC as well. But I'm a little bit more practical in that I can see the Bears making a jump, but not a jump that high. I believe that incrementally the Bears will be able to get there because, again, you can't get there without talent. And as much as I think that Justin Fields is dynamic, it's got to be the running game. It's got to be someone he can trust at the wide receiver position, whether that's Darnell Mooney for the short term, Claypool coming into his own, uh, Cole Komet turning into even a better tight end, and, of course, the offensive line for protection. So for me, it's not three to ten wins. It's not that. What I think is it's, it's three to a few more wins. And in 2000, after 2024, why can't the Bears be able to get the wide receiver or the weapons that they need? Because when I look at this roster, we know the holes. Now how do you fill them and how quickly can you fill them, even I, in this I, NFC? And I'm in your school. I align with that school of thought. I think I've said that for a while where expecting – the immediate jump this offseason, that kind of goes against what Ryan Poles 
in his philosophy of steadily building this team and incrementally adding, he's never going to set himself up for failure publicly with when he's asked that question of, well, do you expect, you know, how much better do you expect to be next year? He's like, we just want to get better mm-hmm. because he's been given a five-year deal, to see, a five-year contract to see his plan through. So making sure you had the quarterback right or a quarterback that you are confident you can build around, now you take the next step in adding. But now comes the hard part. Like, Adding players in free agency, adding players in the draft, in theory, you can evaluate them all you want. Can they actually play? Can they actually pan out? Because that's that's the real judge of whether a GM does a good job or doesn't and how long they end up staying in control of being able to, to orchestrate a roster rebuild. So there's all of that. I just... And maybe it's just because I'm more along the lines of a methodical approach, too. And I think it is so difficult to take the Bengals route and a lot of luck that comes into play here. Jamar Chase is a generational talent wide receiver. Do you expect like that guy to always be there? Certainly not in this draft class. Certainly not in free agency. There's not that guy available. So unless you can pull off a trade that gets you that wide receiver who is of that ilk, of the mm-hmm. Jamar Chase, when we're using the Bengals example, because they passed up an offensive line, men, to get him a wide receiver that he was comfortable with, that he had chemistry with, all of that. But I just don't know that it's realistic to say three wins to 11 wins next season. I can feel the hot coffee breath on Shea on my neck. Not to Go say. Ahead. Go ahead. Can you feel that? Well, no, I just. The I, hot coffee breath. I can feel it. I want to be clear. Courtney, maybe you can tell me. If, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, fellas. Maybe you can tell me if this is more fair. But, like, I don't think they're the Bengals unless a hundred things break their way, which is super yep. unlikely. I don't think they're that. My, I think more in line with if Brian Poles is as good as we hope he is at this job, they could be this year's Lions, this year's Jags, good last point. year's Eagles. I was thinking, could they be Detroit? And not early season Detroit, where we're wondering, is Dan Campbell going to make it beyond this season? Yeah, not the one in six the Lions, one, yeah. but the ones, and not even the ones that got crazy hot at the end, but somewhere in the middle where you can get eight, nine wins. And I remember the week that they played the Lions uh, back in November. The, the not the not the embarrassing game and in, in, on January first. But you know, you, I remember asking Matt Eberflus about the roster construction there, and we've talked about the offensive line. They started building that thing when they drafted. It was a Taylor Lewan mm-hmm. in two thousand. Is Taylor Decker Taylor Lewan? Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Decker. Taylor Decker. Like two thousand sixteen, they spent a first round pick on him to be like, all right, go be a bookend, stay out at tackle, and have a ten year career. And then they kept adding. They kept using high draft capital. Frank Ragnow in two thousand eighteen. Um, the the penny not penny Sewell. Who's the guy I'm thinking of at left tackle? It's Taylor Decker on the left side, and I think Penny Sewell on the right. Sewell, okay. Sewell, yeah. And then Ragnow. We don't want to get into this. Yeah, but no, but I mean, you get the specifics. Come on, Carm. What else? The, the specifics ahead. here of it don't matter. The fact that they were deliberate in building it the way that they did, where, it set, where they said, hey, every year reserve a first, second, third round pick to build this thing. That's the strategy I think the Bears could very well take in how they build around Justin Fields and how they prioritize the long term and not just like these, you know, a short burst because Ryan Poles has made it clear that's not going to be his strategy. All right, let's go to the phone lines coming up. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Justin Fields needs to start looking like Jalen Hurts in year three. Do you believe he can? You watched the Super Bowl. You saw Jalen Hurts. What do you think? Could Justin Fields be able to get to that level? Let's get your thoughts on that and more as we move forward here on this Tuesday morning. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and Jay Hood. 
Good morning, Chicago. A mass shooting at Michigan State University left three dead and five wounded. Police found the gunman with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. The university has canceled all events, including athletics, through Wednesday. The Bulls lost the Orlando Magic at home last night by the score 100-91. DeMar DeRozan left the game with a nagging hip injury. Billy Donovan said DeRozan took himself out of the game as weighing load management going forward. Major League Baseball has made some rules changes official for the 2023 season with the extra innings ghost runner becoming a permanent fixture in regular season games. And also Montreal will take on the Blackhawks. They'll take place at 6 o'clock on Cap'n J. Hood. You're listening to Cap'n J. Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJ Hood. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. It's the Captain J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with Courtney Cronin in for Cap. I'm Jay Hood. We're with you till 10 o'clock. Then it'll be Mike Greenberg coming your way from 10 to noon. Carmen and Yurko, 12 to 2. Waddle and Meller from 2 until 6. Black and Abdallah, 6 to 8. Right into Freddie and Fitzsimmons right here on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. Courtney and I have been talking to you about Justin Fields. And just and the reason why they were bringing this up is because we just saw the Super Bowl. And I was so impressed by Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts outplayed Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. The only problem is that the Chiefs won the ball game. From the Eagles' standpoint, the way they ran the football, Hurts fumbling the football was a glaring error. And there's no question about that. But I thought he had a great game, 304 yards, 27 for 38. And we're wondering from you, Justin Fields, as he needs to start looking like Jalen Hurts, should the Bears' offense look like what we saw from the Eagles, even in a losing effort? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Some thoughts from Ryan Poles on Fields and his leadership. Yeah, resilient. Uh, a guy that has... Um ownership he has growth mindset the amount of time that he put in with the coaches to continue to get better the guy is hungry to be successful in this football in this league there was always questions though courtney about whether or not polls was all in with fields and i just think that after going through this season and we'll see what happens in the draft but i believe that he's got his guy because it's so difficult to be able to pick through the litter at the free agency and say i will do it the colts way we'll just find the best veteran quarterback and plug him into place you want to mold and shape a quarterback if you're, pol- you're, if you're polls. You've got someone that wants to be able to work hard. He's already showing leadership. So you go with him. I think that he's convinced now. And there's no guarantee that if you were to draft your own quarterback, that that guy is going to be better than what you already have. Like Whatever's behind door two, you better be dead set on that person being a franchise-altering quarterback. And I know the argument from some is that, well, you get to reset the rookie clock. And if you're Ryan Poles, any general manager, you don't get that many cracks at trying to get the quarterback position right. I mean, think about with Ryan Pace. You know, they tried. Their last-ditch effort was to move on from Mitchell Trubisky and to go draft Justin Fields, and they finish 6-11, and and then they're gone. So you have so few opportunities to do that where you have to weigh, can I, can I go all in on who I have right now and feel confident in it knowing that my evaluators, people who are out in the field looking at, you know, the free agents and your pro scouting staff and then people who are in your college side and know that, what you have, what you can build around Justin Fields outweighs going to get a, a Bryce Young or a C.J. Stroud. And it's, it's just it's not that simple where 
Like, let's say they did, and I'm just for scenario's sake here. Mm-hmm. If they did trade Justin Fields, and it not being necessarily an indictment on him, I mean, frankly, if you get an offer of a player and you know multiple first, maybe it's two first round picks, a player thrown in there, or if it's a player, a first round pick, multiple other later draft picks, how can you say no to that? And it wouldn't be like, oh, well, they don't like Fields, they didn't really believe in him. But sometimes an offer is too good to pass up. But if you're if you're still at this stage, two years down the road, of the rookie quarterback that you'd be drafting in this scenario, was it really worth it? Where you could have then built on Justin Fields going into year three? Because if you look at the comp between where Hertz was, 2021, 61.3% completion percentage, 7.3 yards per attempt, 16 passing touchdowns to nine interceptions. And then you think about the leap for him. Like I was looking up his numbers. That completion percentage goes up to 67%. Yards per attempt jumps to eight, eight, uh, eight yards per pass attempt, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions. That's an incremental jump. I mean, it looks considerable on paper, but where he started – to where he's at right now, I think you can absolutely get that if the pieces around Justin Fields are there to bring the growth out of him because you can't expect him to do it alone. That side-by-side numbers, by the way, between Fields and Hurts are very similar. Mm-hmm. Look at look at the first couple of years, and then you know, we're waiting for that jump for Justin, but it won't happen without talent. This is why this is the most important offseason in quite a while for the Bears. That's not hyperbole. When you have the number one pick, and it's, it's very rare, again, for this Chicago Bears team, when you have the number one pick and you've got all this cap space, there's a, lot, there's a way to be able to reset and reimagine this Chicago Bears team. So you heard our thoughts. What do you think? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Space is with us here on Cap and J. Hood. Okay, Space, what's your idea? Hoodie, Courtney, what's up? How y'all feeling? What's up? How you doing? Good, man. Can't complain. Yeah. Hey, uh, first, I think Courtney should go in and, and hit him with uh, Tony, Reale. And then mute it immediately. Oh, yes. <laughs> Facts, facts. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, I like that one. Yes. Go ahead. But so, look, here's what, of course, we would love for Justin to take the leap and be um, Jalen Hurts. You know, get him an A.J. Brown. That would be awesome. But the more I was sitting here, say is absolutely correct. I would love the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, approach also. You know, get it, if you can't get a, a premier number one, I like how they grew by getting him Evan Ingram, you know, he, he's finally healthy, but he's a, he's a good tight end, you know, when healthy. You got him, Kristen Kirk, some, ni- you know, nice pieces to help the team. You got a dynamite running back back there in Travis Etienne, and then Trevor Lawrence is, is really developing to that, you know, uh, excellent quarterback we all expect him to be. So I'll take a Jacksonville leap, uh, you know, a uh, Detroit leap. I'll take anything like that, but we definitely can't be in the same situation. Got to give him some weapons. No, there's no doubt. I think incremental is, says a lot for uh, the Chicago Bears. We mentioned Detroit earlier. I just put it this way, Courtney. I would rather be the Bears than be the entire NFC South uh, without a quarterback. Yeah. The whole. The, I'm talking about the whole division. Yeah, everybody in that division, there's going to be a lot of turnover. Right. Like, I don't know. I mean, the only team I think that you can expect maybe to have someone at least from within the organization as their quarterback would be the Saints, but they're not married to Jameis. No, no. I mean, they're, the Bears are in a great spot right now, not only because they have fields, and they know that they can build around fields. It's just a matter of if you get an offer you can't refuse or if there truly is somebody that blows Ryan Poles away at the quarterback spot in the draft. 
but the entire NFC. Like when we talk, when we project out who's going to make it back to the Super Bowl, Chiefs or Eagles. I think the Eagles, in spite of how much turnover they're going to have on the roster this offseason because of free agency, the NFC is a lot more wide open than the AFC. And that's good for teams like the Eagles. It's good for teams like the Chicago Bears. Because if you can, if you look at the NFC North and the drop-off that you expect from a team like Minnesota, because they're going to be parting ways with a lot of pieces in, off, in the offseason. We don't know what's going to happen with Green Bay if they end up moving on from Aaron Rodgers. Detroit's probably about the closest thing to a lock of, hey, they are going to take the next step because of all of those young pieces, the Jamison Williams, the Aiden Hutchinsons. But, what how, it, but how long it took to build? It did take a long time, Man. and I don't think you have to take six years to build an offensive line mm-hmm. because of the resources they have in free agency this year, where they can start next month, three weeks from now, when the tampering window opens, putting those pieces in place because they've got a lot of resources and you're not going to spend everything. I think that's the common misconception with, hey, they've got north of $100 million in cap space. You know, they're getting everybody. No, that's not how it works. But if you can get three to four, and four would be generous, but three to four franchise-altering players, whether that is a Javon Hargrave to fix the interior pass rush on the defensive line, if you don't want to wait to go draft a Jalen Carter or, you know, Will Anderson and have him play, uh, you know, have him play on the defensive line because he, he's scheme transcendent, so he could play defensive end in this scheme. If you don't want to wait, you can handle so many of those things in free agency and then pick and choose your spots in the draft based on what the strength of the draft class is this year and its defensive ends. And... Uh, you know, so offensive linemen's late round one into round two. I'm also scheme transcendent. Also. Are you? Yes, both. Absolutely. Can I have an example? Yeah, I'm working with you. Okay. Hey, <laughs> you can work with anybody. That's right. <laughs> 312-332-3776, our phone number. By the way, this came out. Um, EDO, which tracks TV ad effectiveness, said that the top 10 Super Bowl commercials driving engagement beyond the median in-game ad. So it would pretty much, I guess, they are able to track who was watching or who or where the interest was in these commercials for the Super Bowl. The number one was The Flash, the movie trailer, The Flash. The next one was He Gets Us, of course, because all of a sudden people are yelling and screaming at each other. You saw this, right? The He Gets Us commercial. People are, there are just people being angry, yelling at each other. And then it was he gets us. I that thought they were going to be able to track it by, based on the people who went up to the TV and scanned the QR code. C- could have been, could have been, but they said t- TV ad effectiveness. I guess you know this might be subjective too. By the way, this EDO, the Flash, he gets us Disney. We saw that Disney 100th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Great timing on the part of Disney, by the way, for that uh, that commercial. Nonetheless, um, <laughs> there's. Timo, the online shopping app, Live Nation, the U2 Live at the Sphere promo, Blue Moon Beer, USFL, uh, the Air, the movie trailer, and, of course, the Maya Clams M&M's commercial, which Maya Rudolph has clam M&M's that no one wants to eat. Did Jesus crack the top ten there? He's two. He yeah, gets us. Where did they get $14 million for a 60-second spot? Jesus. <laughs> I didn't realize he had it like that. <laughs> yes. God was there. He was number two on that list, but not as powerful as The Flash, apparently. And that movie oh, trailer. Mike where was Keaton. the Tubi ad where what, everybody G- turned around and said, whoever hit the remote, stop? Because that's the one I saw on social media that everybody had somebody at their Super Bowl party they were yelling at for, they thinking they thought, me- messing up with like the, yes. the remote. Yes. It's like, wait, what, what's going on here, man? Get off of the remote because, and that was genius, by the way. Mm-hmm. That got people talking for sure. But EDO has the flash. 
as the movie trailer, the number one ad effectiveness. But yes, God was second. I know you were wondering. God's Listen, second. Jesus is powerful, but Michael Keaton <laughs> <laughs> takes the cake. Three one two three three two ESPN three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. If you're on hold, you will be on the air. We're talking to you about uh, Justin Fields and whether or not he could be able to reach the plateau of the Eagles uh, this past Super Bowl. Uh, Oscar Myers Wienermobile had an unfortunate experience. Something happened to the Wiener. We'll talk about it coming up next on Cap and Jay Hood. Okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Captain J. Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. We got Shot or No Shot coming your way at 8 o'clock right here on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. Also, Albert Breer will be with us to talk NFL at 8.35 right here on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. Uh, we've had this story several times, Courtney, regarding the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. And there's yet another story about uh, Oscar Mayer. Let's go now to um, Shane Norling with more. Shane? Yeah, one of the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobiles experienced a bit of life, uh, I think yesterday. The catalytic converter was stolen out of an Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. The things are convert- valuable, man. Okay, all right. In, in some cars, and this seems to be. An epidemic. There's an issue here where people like to steal the catalytic converter, but not on the the hot dog truck. Not on the hot dog truck, Shay. What? What? Why is this happening? Listen, man, it's the easiest part to get out. It's nice scrap metal. They stay, it was parked in Las Vegas ahead of a Super Bowl weekend appearance, and uh, somebody disabled it, took away the catalytic converter. Listen. So that people, means you can't drive it, right? Like, explain it, it to the idiot here who has no clue go. about cars. So. Well, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not the car talk guy, but I know that if you take the catalytic converter out of the engine, which is, I yes. believe, relatively easy to do for yeah, the layman, car no go. How quickly? <laughs> yes. Thank like, you I, I'm just thank trying you to think. Him. You see somebody underneath the car. How thank quickly do they have? Bef- like, is this a, is this an easy thing to do? Thank you. First of all, you thank the you. Right tools. First of all, thank you, caveman. Uh, car no go. Thank you very much. That's right. Thank you very much for that, caveman. Car no go. Yeah. Go ahead, Shay. Uh, yeah, so it was the morning after the converter was taken. The Wienermobile was towed to a nearby auto repair shop where mechanics installed a temporary converter that would allow the crew to drive it. A hot dog truck, no way, okay. said the parts administrator for the auto shop. Yeah, okay, so again, the reason why that this comes up is, is anything sacred anymore? You're taking the catalytic converter away from Americana. You're taking it away from the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. What did that winner do to you? That's baloney. Your pardon the expression. <laughs> hey, seriously. Come on, Shay. Is there anything sacred anymore? My God. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. And that is baloney. I would agree with that, Jay Moore. It's awful. I mean, listen. I mean, here's the thing. I know when you see the picture of it, you've seen this, right? Cordy, you've seen how... This Wienermobile. Mm-hmm. I mean, just sitting there on top of a car. It's, it looks ridiculous. I found an article that says actually a fleet of six vehicles. So there's more than one. Oh, yes. I, I, I thought there was just like this sacred. I thought there were a bunch. Yeah. I've, I've never seen it in person. Is this something that shows up at the auto show? Well, you'd hope not. <laughs> you'd hope not. It would take up the whole floor. It's like, it's like 27 feet, it looks like, right? Yeah. I mean, look at I me. Mean, Courtney. I mean, I, I would I would like to see it in person. I don't want to see it on cinder blocks. I mean, that's... <laughs> you don't want to see it up in, in the city someplace where it just can't can't move. 
First of all, and we talked about this, Shay. There's no way that I'm driving that thing. There's no way I'm driving. Look how look how big the. Do you need a special license for that? Well, I watch the turns on that. That's the one thing I would say. Watch the turns <laughs> on that. Jeez, I know it's glaring and it's like the biggest thing out there when you see it and drive it. My God, thing looks ridiculous. It's not any bigger than a CTA bus. I think you could pull it off. Yeah, one? but don't those things have the accordion in the middle that allows it to bend around turns? This doesn't look like he has any give to it. Ah, you're saying like the bus is like a slinky. Cause it, cause sort it, of. Yeah, because it has that middle where you could be able to bend in one of those turns. This thing here, man, a, a, a wide right turn. Think about that, Jay. You can't, you can't turn on that thing. you got to make sure you got some space. Wasn't there like a contest, though, where we could enter to become a driver of the Oscar uh, Meyer Wienermobile? It was like a... It pays decently well, I think. It does. As a matter of fact, there was... I think that's a story we did last month on the Oscar Mayer Wiener that actually, you know what? It does pay well. It's a one-year stint is what I read. Forty grand, something like that? To, to drive that thing. I mean, do they pay you to go through the driving school that it would take in order to get that thing from Lake Street onto State Street? Hold on a second. And not, take, and not knock out that light pole right now, there. Now, hold on a second. You have this as like getting your blue slip and your special license. This is what you're just telling me here. Is that? I mean, you know how if you're going to drive an 18 wheeler, you'd be a long hauler. You have to have a special license for that. That's a CDL. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It's not. It's not. It's a commercial license. Do you need a commercial license to drive the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? Yeah, OMW. <laughs> That's not what it's called. It's not the OMW. Keep your beak out of the Wiener. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Orland Park here is Brandon on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Brandon. Hey, good morning. How's it going, guys? Good, man. Could you help, uh, could you help, us, on this, could you help us on this wiener talk? <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, so, actually, uh, I recently bought a car about maybe, I don't know, I'd say about seven, eight months ago now. And, uh, you know, there was no issues with it. I was driving it around. Everything was going smooth. and then But the, uh, the light was on, you know, so you can take it to AutoZone and get that uh, figured out what the problem is there with that light checker. So I did so, and it said that it uh, had a bad catalytic converter. So I went down and uh, looked. It's actually not in the engine. It's right under, it's like kind of in the muffler system. And uh, it, it happened to be completely gone. So the person that sold me the car went ahead and got a little extra money by taking the catalytic converter out of it first. <laughs> so long oh. story short, those aren't cheap. I drove it around for probably about five months before I was able to replace that. Uh, so the car does work. However, it doesn't work very good. Um, it takes a long time to accelerate and whatnot. Um, but yes, you can you can drive the vehicle without the uh, catalytic converter in it. I will also ask you this: Would you drive the Wienermobile? Would you drive that? You know what? If I had no, if I had nothing else to drive, I sure as hell would. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That fits in Orland, though. <laughs> it does exactly. <laughs> if someone spends a lot of time there, that would not surprise me. All right, Brandon, we appreciate the phone call. Here's a guy here that likes a good wiener. Here's Joey G from Melrose Park. Joey. Good morning. Good morning, Joey. Courtney? Hi, Joey. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. You too. Howdy? Dad? Did you get your pajama gram yet from the nude? <laughs> Did I get it from the nude? Is that what you asked? <laughs> no, I-, I sent you a gift. Did you? Yeah, remember last year I got you the same thing, but in violet. This year it's pink. <laughs> is, it, is there a trap door in the back? Absolutely. Ah, uh, you know, you, then you know what I like. <laughs> Listen, uh, going to your question, uh, I definitely think that uh, 
Brian Poles should follow the architecture of the Eagles to build uh, Justin Fields up to be a, uh, you know, top three, top four uh, quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I can't see them bringing in, if they trade him, I'm going to become a Rams fan. No. But anyways, if they, if they trade him for some stupid reason, like the mind-blowing trade, uh, I, so we're going to get a new quarterback under Eberflus. <laughs> you know how I feel about Eberflus. I know how you feel about him. I know how you feel. Joey G, I'm glad you checked in. Appreciate your phone call. In two minutes, we have Shot or No Shot right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Dad?